Metro South Florida. The Brian Mudd Show starts right now. Now, now. News Radio 610 WIOD. is that while boosting a J&J shot with J&J provides important protection, actually using an mRNA as a booster provides even more significant protection. Yeah, so cocktailing, cocktailing your boosters might be a good thing, especially that J&J, right? Which, and of course, the uh, feds are saying, hey, J&J, anybody two months later, you should get a boost on that thing. So here to talk about this is Dr. John Rowland. Dr. Rowland? Thanks for taking the time with us. We appreciate it. Glad to uh, glad to be here. Thank you. All right. So uh, tell us a little bit about uh, mixing and matching, or or as I'm calling it, cocktailing our boosters. Well, prior to uh, today, um, uh, or at least when the FDA uh, comes out with their official statements, the boosting was mostly uh, advised to be the same vaccine that you'd had before. So if you had a J&J, you can get another one like two months later. If you had uh, the Pfizer, the Moderna, you could get a third one to boost your antibodies. Although people have been mixing and matching, uh, mostly if you're doing the RNA, the Pfizer, the Moderna, uh, using the other as a booster uh, was okay and people were doing it. And they've been doing it off script uh, all, all the time. But the studies uh, on this one were surprising by mixing them, and most particularly they were focusing on J&J and uh, Pfizer. They found two weeks after, okay, so they were vaccinated first with J&J, which is just a one-time dose, and then they were boosting with Pfizer, and they measured antibodies two weeks later, and they found 76 times the antibodies of uh, just two weeks before prior to the uh, vaccine, so prior to the boost. So now antibodies uh, don't necessarily mean everything in regard to immunity because we've got T cells and we've got B cells and we've got other forms of the immune system, but it certainly is one measure of immunity, and it surprised the researchers. And, uh, yes, so now we're able to use those, and we're certainly able to mix and match the only pattern that doesn't look like it's yet approved is getting the Pfizer or the Moderna and then boosting it with the J&J. But those are details. You can well, now get, for the most part, any of the boost. Well, Dr. Rowland, and you know, now that we're kind of at this point in the conversation, I'm, I'm all about putting information out there that's as helpful as possible. From an intellectual consideration, I have been somewhat annoyed by you know many uh, in the medical establishment throughout the rollout of the boosters because they're all treated equitably, yeah. you know, <laughs> and they're not, and <laughs> they never were. Correct. We we always knew that J and J was inferior. We ended up over the course of time seeing that the Moderna probably the most effective of the bunch, and so to that end, should we really be having the conversation about, at this point about hey? here's a better vaccine, and, you know, based upon your circumstances, go for the better vaccine. Well, I agree with you, and frankly, most people, when they go for the vaccine, aren't particularly focusing on these kinds of issues. I mean, maybe they're making the distinction between RNA and DNA, uh, the J&J, or not, frankly. Um, But, you know, off script, 
I have been advising my high-risk patients, rheumatoid arthritis, cancer patients, diabetics, to get the boost, and uh, mostly getting the RNA boost, the Pfizer and the Moderna. Uh, so this kind of opens the door, frankly, to reconsidering the DNA vaccine, the J&J, &J, as a, an important part of the armament. Um, so that's to be considered. Okay, so now let me throw up a couple of scenarios. I appreciate your candor and all this, too. Talk to, to uh, Dr. John Rowland. So if we have the the J&J, &J, it's going to be a good idea to go with probably a, a Pfizer or Moderna. Would it make the most sense, based upon what we know, to, to opt for the Moderna? It looks like it. Now, I'll tell you, just antibody levels doesn't tell us about immunity. And it says nothing about how long these last. But overall, that's what we're looking for. Now, I'm going to warn you on the other side of this. The concern always has been also, well, we want to turn on the immune system and we want to protect ourselves against the virus, but we don't want to turn on the immune system so much that we get autoimmune disease, which is the big fear down the road with all of these vaccines. So it's, it's a tightrope. And we have no data regarding long-term problems with vaccines. Now, let me tell you clinically, I see people in the emergency room, and I do have a private clinic that I focus on COVID patients. What I've seen is COVID patients, people who have had the virus, have a propensity, a much higher propensity for having long-term problems like chronic fatigue or fibromyalgia, those kinds of things. I see a few that have had vaccine long-term problems, autoimmune problems like that, but far fewer. That is the fear, and we don't know still long-term what that is. People talk about, you know, five and ten years from now what that's going to do to us. Hmm. I'm not yeah. seeing it. Okay. Oh, that's a very good consideration. Now, the other scenario I want to throw at you was for the people that, you know, did the, the Pfizer and the Moderna. It would seem because there are different properties among them. I've seen, you know, one of the studies, I believe, with CDC, where they were saying, hey, you know, even amongst those two, if you get the other one because it's a little bit different, you still have some protection from the original vaccine, uh, and then you gain some additional properties perhaps from going the other way. So, for example, you know, those of us who went with the Moderna, would it make sense to get boosted with the Pfizer? I think there's some data to suggest that. Now, it looks like that the FDA is going to approve all versions except for boosting with the J&J. &J. So if you had Pfizer or Moderna, it doesn't look like they're going to address boosting with the J&J &J because they didn't test that. They tested J&J &J and boosted with Pfizer and Moderna. So we'll have to see. Well, it's it's a good conversation, and, and that was, I think, really helpful to kind of lay out what's going on here and some of the thought processes and considerations uh, as well. Thank you so much, Dr. Rowland. Thank you very much. Yeah, and Dr. John Rowland. All right, good. Natalie, the Trinity Story next. You're the Brian Mudd Show. He's Radio 610. W-I-O-D.